Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Ooh, this microphone is uh, acting a little funky. Good af- good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. Today from Saracens in Pine Bluff, I am Randy Rainwater, joined by Neil Atkinson. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon, Randy. Yeah, good afternoon, Oh, I'm sorry. Guys. I talked over the bang guy. No, 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 no. That's okay. I hope you can get your microphone. There you go. I think Neil sounded a little better the last time. So, hope everybody's having a good Friday. Hey, Randy, did you get any sleep last night? No, I didn't. I, I worried and I fretted. Uh, did, I kept you, thinking Ricky Council was going to get drafted. He didn't. Yeah. But he did get a two-way contract with the... Philadelphia 76ers, so that was good. But uh, so, so you stayed up till midnight because the draft—they only draft two rounds, as we talked about yesterday. Yeah, and it's so exciting to watch only two rounds. It started at seven; it was over at midnight. Midnight, but five see, hours. Did you watch see, the Rick, whole thing? I knew, I knew that I could depend upon you. If I missed anything, <laughs> you could you would fill in the blanks. I knew that was a fact. Yeah, but. Uh, the other part of it, I spent a good portion of that same night, last night, watching what may have been, especially under the circumstances, one of the best pitched yes. college baseball games I no have doubt. ever seen. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You know, there's a um, book, and I haven't read it. I read it when I was just out of college. It's a book called uh, The Glory of Their Times. And this guy went back and talked to all these players that played in the 19-0s and everything. And when he interviewed Smokey Joe Wood, who pitched in the 19-teens and who was a flamethrower in 1912, had this incredible season, he was scouting a game between Yale and I can't remember who the other team was, but anyway, Ron Darling was pitching against Frank Viola. And they both had no hitters into the eighth inning. Both had no hitters into the eighth inning. And they were talking about... What an incredibly pitched game that was. So this wasn't quite that, but it was close. Yeah, nothing, nothing into the 11th inning, and the two starting pitchers were absolutely amazing. And Tommy Tank steps up and hits a two-run shot, and now LSU advances. But, yeah, I mean, schemes, louder they went pitch for pitch. And I don't know, Neil, I, I didn't check any of our prop specials. I don't know how... If anybody, I think Tommy Tanks made some people some money. I think yep. Skeens made some money. But outside of that, if you were expecting an offensive uh, display, you didn't see it last night. Uh, I think Wake finished with only two hits in the entire game. Yeah, anytime you have a low-scoring game in a pitcher's duel like that, player props tend to generally not do very wow. well. Yeah. Uh, so, But it's also magical to watch a game like that, especially at that level of competition. And um, winner-go-home mentality, you got to love winner-go-home baseball. Rick, uh, Neil and I were talking about this beforehand. In some ways, you think maybe it's... A blessing in disguise, but we found out how deep these pitching staffs are for these respective teams. And Arkansas didn't have that kind of depth. There, there is, there is no way they could have hung on the way that LSU has hung on, and at times Florida has hung on because of their pitching. Yeah, yep, that's exactly right. 
And obviously Florida's pitching should be in better shape than LSU's because they didn't Absolutely. play yeah. last night and they didn't play today. And they'll play tomorrow and they, their staff ought to be in really good shape. I've got to believe that if they play a third game, that Skeens will pitch on three days rest. You, you just yeah. you, you can't you can't waste him. Yeah, I was a little surprised when the line came out for the series, you know, the College World Series. It was even money, Florida or LSU. But now that game one's come out, Florida's heavy uh, is favored in it on the money line. So, um, and that's because Skeens yep. may or may not pitch at all in this World Series, and it's got to go game three. I've got to believe on Monday to have even that as a possibility. Well, let's hit a couple of quick headlines. And um, as it was somewhat expected, uh, Anthony Black actually went up a couple of spots. Uh, he is—he was predicted at number eight, pretty much to the Washington um, Wizards. But as it turns out, Orlando at number six grabbed Anthony Black. And all the way down to number 27. I really thought maybe it's 17, but when they took a player, the Lakers took a player that kind of fit in the same profile as Nick Smith, then I thought, ooh, that's not good. Then the next spot I expected was maybe number 22. Didn't happen there. Fell all the way to number 27. And, guys, i got to tell you, I was surprised that Jordan Walsh went as early as he did. In yeah. the uh, second round, number 38, Sacramento, but this was probably where Sacramento was drafting on the authority of Boston because he ends up being a Boston Celtic now. But um, and then Ricky didn't get draft. Ricky Council didn't get drafted at all, but he did sign a two-way deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. And if the guy can can knock down the shot. I think he's got a long career ahead of him, but he's got to make, got to hit those threes, got to hit those outside shots. I thought his mid-range shot was pretty good uh, on the season. I don't have any numbers to back that up. I'm just going by memory. But um, and the same thing to a degree with Anthony Black. If he's going to make a major impact uh, with Orlando, uh, it's going to be uh, because he's developed into a quality outside, at least a consistent outside shooter so his defender uh, won't be able to sag off and help otherwise but now I heard this earlier today and there's no way that we'll be able to know the answer to this for maybe who knows how long but that was a great question of these four and we'll even put Ricky Council in there between Ricky Council Jordan Walsh Anthony Black Nick Smith Jr. who will end up being the career-leading scorer among those four. You mean after right, just you playing one year? I mean, this, well, this is only going to be your opinion. Well, I'll have to go with uh, Ricky Council. I mean, not Ricky Council. Um, not Anthony Black because he's a guard. Nick yeah, Smith. Nick Smith Jr. I'm sorry, I went blank. Yeah, I'd have to go with Nick Smith Jr. because we know what he's capable of. Just unfortunately, we didn't get to see a whole lot of it last right. year. So, um, you know, what a year ago he was the number one NBA draft prospect that that, that we had. Two or three. So yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, number two or three. So um, yeah, that's the one that I would if I had to place a bet on it that's who I would place my money on. And, and what, what is it again on, on if you're saying if those four had been there for their whole careers you're saying who would be the leading yeah, scorer? I'm saying at the end when they all are said and done playing in the NBA which of the four oh. do you think will have the most career points? In the NBA? In the NBA. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if any of them will. You know I, I think Anthony Black is a guy that will score some points but, um, you know, here's what I hope for Nick Smith Jr. That had to be a humbling situation for him. That, that ought to make him hungry to, to show that he's a lot better than the 27th pick in the draft. So I, I hope that for him because all the accolades that we heard about Nick Smith Jr., we saw it about three times this year. So uh, I, I hope for his sake, I felt really sorry for him. Because I was one of those that kept saying, well, when's he going to come back? When's he going to come back? And, 
You know, but you had to feel sorry for him because nobody could have expected him to go that low. And I'll be curious when we get Kevin McPherson on at 4.30 to hear about the reaction. He won't be on. Oh, he won't be on? No, he oh. is boarding a plane just about as we speak to okay. come back home. All right. Well, that's he knows the family very well. Bart Reed knows the family very well. That had to be a, you know, you're having this big party the night before with all these people and having a great time. And, you know, I think when we talked to Kevin the day before the draft, you know, he was saying uh, if Nick Smith was still not taken all the way by 17 by the Lakers, the Lakers would surely take him. And then we were seeing, we never saw him ever in any mock draft picked higher than 23rd. Mm-hmm. So that that had to be a shock to them. I didn't see him falling that far. I really didn't. But uh, and hopefully that is the motivation. I'm gonna try during the break to um, see if I can get Bart to reach out to Nick or maybe to his father uh, to get some kind of feedback to uh, get the thoughts. Yeah, as best we can of uh, of Nick. All right, let's get started today. Oh, by the way. We, meaning Saracen, <laughs> tomorrow night, that is one bad looking, in this case, bad, meaning good. Yep. <laughs> that is one good looking Mustang that's on the entranceway coming into Saracen. It's black and it's got red interior. I love the combination, Neil. Oh, I love it too. You know, uh, I think this weekend is supposed to be the hottest weekend we've had so far this year. So, it's convertible. Yep, it's a convertible. So come to Saracen, and the first thing you see when you walk in the door is that cool, solid, midnight black Mustang. And, you know, the Ford Mustang is one of the most iconic cars in in, 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 in American automobile history. And, uh, yeah, our summer sports car giveaway, we you know, what else do you give away in a summer but a sports car? So, uh, yeah, and uh, with only being a 40-minute ride from Little Rock, boy, I'd be driving home Saturday night. It's supposed to be 95 to 100 degrees those two days. Put that top down, let that air run through you, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you can get back and forth between Pine Bluff and uh, Little Rock or wherever you are in Central Arkansas a lot faster in that car. I can see your hair flying in the breeze. As you're headed down the freeway. What, li- what little I have left. <laughs> hey, by the way, Randy, uh, I, I don't know, you may be 430 before you can adjust this, but uh, Neil's microphone is a lot clearer than yours is. A yeah. lot clearer. Yeah, Neil, Neil, Neil sounds perfect. You sound still like you're a little bit tinny. I'll turn it down. How about that? Does that help any? Well, that turns you down some. Oh, Okay. <laughs> All right, we may have to switch out my headset at the break. Yeah. This one is not working very well. Yeah. Yours is just, okay. Yours yeah. okay. Yeah, Neil's is perfect. Yeah. Um, all you got to do, get a player's card. Yep. Play as much as you want. The more times you play, the better chance you got to win. Remember, the beautiful thing is, if you've been playing at Saracen on your card this month, you've already got those entries in there. If not, don't worry about it. You still got time to get down here. If you haven't, if you don't have a players club, within five minutes you can have one. Make sure you bring your ID. You automatically have one entry in there, and then whenever you play slots or table games, you'll earn more entries. So you must be present to win. So uh, make sure you're here on Saturday night, and you at least play one pull in a slot machine, or you play table games after eight o'clock. Because we only want to call the people that are physically here, so we're not calling, you know, the thousands of names that are in the bucket in the in the in the digital bucket there. So um, yeah, and, and don't forget we've got the free play drawings that lead up to that beginning at seven o'clock too. So if you don't win the car, you still have some opportunity to win some free play too. So don't forget that. I thought the Corvette was the biggest, baddest vehicle that you've had so far, but I'm going to tell you that Mustang is right, right, almost on par. I'm saying almost because I'm a Corvette man, but it's almost on on par with uh, with that Corvette. Wouldn't you hate to have to choose to pick between the two? 
No, I could, I, could, I could choose rather quickly. Well, we went ahead and chose both. That's why we gave it the Stingray and the Mustang away. The best of both worlds. Uh, and, uh, you have kept setting the bar higher and higher each month. What in the world has Carlton got up his sleeve for next month? Well, I, I I think we've already got it picked out next month. I can't remember, but there's a car oh, that he how convenient. Yeah, I know, but there's a car that he mentioned on for later on this year that uh, I'm not at liberty to say. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it up front. I think he's still working on inquiring it, but I think I think he's got a lockdown on it, so it's gonna Maserati maybe. Uh, no, no, I don't, no, I don't. I don't think we'll be there. Oh, okay. Be quite there, <laughs> okay, but uh, okay. no Bentleys. No Bentleys, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, you know, in last night's game, the key to it was in the eighth inning when uh, Wake Forest tried to run the safety squeeze and the Morgan kid, he pitched the ball to the catcher, and uh, that, to me, uh, decided the game last night. Yep. That was a great play by the first baseman. Wasn't that a spectacular play? Yep. And, and, and that was. Is, if he had hesitated one more split second, he could have thrown it wild. Well, I was just, I was just thinking when the ball was lobbed, because he lobbed the ball. I was wondering if he was going to get there in time. I know, because he lobbed it, and it kind of high, and I'm like, uh oh. But I knew when uh, Tommy Tank hit the ball last night to uh, win the game, I knew when he hit it, when he raised his hand, I said, that's the ball game. And uh, LSU will be starting Ty Floyd in game one. Well, we'll see how that works out. And I just have a feeling if LSU wins game one, Mr. Skeens will pitch game two for the championship. Ooh, I don't know about that. Mm. Two days rest. I mean, it would be tough, but, you know, he's the type kid that says, hey, give me the ball and let me pitch. I don't know. I don't know if they they would pitch him on two days rest, even if he said that. I think they'd pitch him on three. Yeah, he might pitch in game three, but he wouldn't pitch in game two. But, you know, it seemed like he was getting stronger the more pitches he threw, though. But, uh, you know, and then in last night's draft, I was surprised that Oscar Sheway didn't get drafted. Well, there's... Once again, where you can shoot the ball and you can't defend the post. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and I was really surprised that Ricky Council didn't get drafted either. But I understand he signed a two-way contract with Philadelphia. Yes, he did. But anyway, guys, uh, have a good weekend and stay cool and uh, stay uh, hydrated because it's real crucial right now that everybody stays hydrated. Absolutely. Thank you, Steve. You know, Sheboy, isn't that interesting that Kentucky... Supposedly, and he got two million to keep him this year. He should have gone for that deal again. Yeah. I mean, so what? What are his options? Dad? You know, Europe. Get the new. Is that what he's going to do? Go to Europe? Oh, I don't know, but I mean that. Because the G League would be a real come down salary wise. Well, I'd be better than nothing. Because right now he's facing nothing. Yeah, you're right. You know the the. That is that is where I think a guy like whether it be Ricky Council, now you can say in this case Jordan Walsh, he got positive feedback. He got he got uh, the, the the leadership around him, uh, the advisors he had around him apparently gave him good information that they had been able to come up with. Whoever was advising Oscar Sheboy should have said. You might want to milk that cow one more time at uh, Kentucky because we're not hearing anything even in the second round right now for you. So, you know, that's one of those tough calls. Um, 
But I, I kept telling you guys, I kept looking and looking. Anyone that I looked at, I couldn't find Oscar Sheebway in any second round in any mock draft. One, one interesting thing about this draft, the, of the first 24 picks, 18 went exactly to the team they were predicted to go to. There were not a lot of surprises last night. Um, for entertainment value, it was kind of a boring draft because it was, you know, <laughs> there. But for the betting public, they actually did pretty good on it yeah. last night because everything lined up the way that the uh, that all the mock drafts and what the uh, predictions were. One of your prof specials, I wonder how it did. The two brothers to be chosen, the top five picks. Yeah. And I'd, both of them went in the top five. Yep, they sure did. And our biggest loss was, uh, was um, uh, Anthony Black. Uh, um, going to the uh, was it Orlando? Orlando. Yep, um, that was our biggest loss on the props yesterday. They hit us pretty hard on it. Uh, they were dialed in on that one, and and that was the number one losing prop for the book. For all of you players out there, that's the one that you made the most money on. All right, later on in the show, when Neil comes back, we're going to do a prop special for game number one between LSU and Florida. I was asked today how I come up with these prop specials, and um, I don't have all the mechanisms that I normally have, but we're going to come up with, we'll do it for Dylan Cruz, okay? because he is the best hitter Yep. that's in the College World Series. He may be the best hitter, period, in all of college baseball. I believe he is. So we'll we'll do his later on just for the fun of it. Yeah, I'm nervous. The over and under is ten and a half. Sounds we'll game tomorrow. Ten and a half. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think I'd go under it. Well, I go with it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you which way to go on that one. But I'd listen to I'd listen to Randy if I was me. Okay. All right. We'll step away for a moment. Rick Schaefer. Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue from Saracen's Casino in Pine Bluff in just one moment. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Get one of the lowest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card online at trueservice.net. Summer is here, and it's the beginning of Saracen Sports Car Giveaways. Play at Saracen today and tomorrow for a chance to win a hot, hot Mustang converter courtesy of Trotter Ford. Start your summer in style at Saracen Casino, where you can qualify to win one of America's favorite summer sports cars, the Ford Mustang Convertible. Take the short trip to the only Arkansas casino where tomorrow night someone will win a Mustang Convertible. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department. Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is orange chicken for only $7.49 per pound, paired with vegetable fried rice for just $4.99 per pound. Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it truck month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to $7,500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebates. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2,000 off in stock units. Why shop a minefield of questionable used cars? Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bay to our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with proof credit. See dealer for details. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. 
townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agents Jason Daly or Richard Yeager in Little Rock and ask about shelter's competitive rates. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper Medallion Paint and Primer at Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Thank goodness the Tacos for Life has quesadillas. I'm so happy that they do because right now I have my wisdom teeth taken out and i got to go a week on soft food so I can order the quesadillas at Tacos for Life and still enjoy a good meal there and help somebody else who's food insufficient. Now, once this week is over, it's back to the Hawaiian shrimp tacos and the grilled chicken tacos. But they've got, when you get in there, you, you look at their menu, I can't even tell you how many. 12, 14, 16, 18. There are so many different tacos on their menu, it's, it's amazing. And you're going to like every one of them. And so that's the hard thing, is deciding what you're going to eat there. The good news is, whatever you eat, you're going to help somebody that's food insufficient. And Tacos for Life now, in slightly less than 10 years, has provided over 30,100,000 meals for those who are food insufficient all around the world. So you eat a great meal, and you help somebody else. You just can't beat that. That's why you need to try Tacos for Life. Wow. You ended rather quickly. Is that better? It was 60 seconds. Yeah, oh, even at the end of the last segment, you were a lot better, yes. yes. Okay. How about yeah. this now? You're sounding like a normal Randy Rainwater. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. All right, let's check in with Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, thank you, Randy, and good afternoon, guys. Uh, all my snow is melted off on my driveway, Randy, and <laughs> And uh, I do have, I do have. How did it ever freeze, Bob? Well, hey, I do got some good news for you, Randy. Um, I think maybe your finger maybe can get take a little vacation uh, hitting that buzzer so much. If if Rick had his wisdom teeth pulled, I don't think he'll be able to come up with all those one liners. You know, those quick (laughs) quick one liners like he has been. You think it was all doing my teeth, huh? I don't think it slowed him down a bit. Well, guys, let me throw this out here, and y'all, y'all see if y'all can straighten me out a little bit. Uh, Grant Nelson, uh, it, if I, if all my information's right, the only the only uh, thing we got was a notification on Twitter that he was thinking about committing to the University of Alabama, but we never heard anything else, and. Um, they apparently, after they signed that five-star the other day, their their roster's full. Arkansas signed the uh, the boy from Memphis, I guess, yesterday, and we're full. And is is Grant Nelson actually? Uh, what's his status? Did he did he really uh, sign with Alabama, or is he in limbo? And and how do y'all feel about getting a guy that's averaging three points a game versus somebody that's you know averaging nineteen points a game? Well, that's a great you're question. You're talking about Chandler Lawson. You're talking about yeah. Chandler Lawson, mm-hmm. who, by the way, averaged 5.5, not 3. But I wasn't yeah. overwhelmed with, yeah, uh, the few points that he apparently scored, but he apparently played a, a very key role in their success. But I think the first thing is, does he fit? And if he 
does he does he fit the chemistry that this team is needing and will have to have in order to be successful? Um, I'm not sure Grant Nelson is not all about himself and how much he's actually going to fit in. Now, he may fit in perfectly, but according to um, Bart the other day, he is Grant Nelson. He thinks ultimately will still end up at Alabama, but he will also be joined by the five-star you're talking about. I think it's Jamil Stevenson, uh, who is a five-star, who reclassified from 24 to 23. Right. He, will be jo- he will be joining Alabama. Both of them will be joining Alabama. So that means if someone has to give up their scholarship in order to get that that fit that final spot, so to speak, uh, then it's going to happen, just as it would have happened at, at Arkansas. Yeah, Randy, uh, a little bit of sunshine. Rick and I, we 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 uh, we're positive people. Uh, this kid coming from Memphis, um, I think he he was a freshman last year, which he probably got limited time. Did probably didn't get a whole lot of time, but I'm understanding that he's a really good de- defensive player, which that would really fit in Buss's system. So sure, uh, maybe that maybe they can uh, work with him and get his points per per game average up, and and it'll all work out. Well, the bigger question is, is he of the Quality, or he can break into one of those top eight spots because that's really what you're talking about. You're not talking about right. uh, all thirteen. You're talking about eight spots that seems to play the most. Looks like that's the way it is. Been that way three or four years. Yep. Yeah, correct. But I agree with Steve, Randy. It's uh, uh, those of us that's been working out here all day and tomorrow. This weekend is going to be really hot, but it don't take long to get dehydrated. So y'all stay cool. Appreciate you, it. Talk to you next Thank weekend. You, next Thank week. Thank you, Robert. All right. I'm good. Now, I, I, maybe I misread this, but the guy coming from Memphis, was he a freshman last year or was he a senior? He has a grad transfer. That's what I thought. Yeah, Bob just said he was a freshman last year. Maybe that's oh, why he didn't score that. as many no. points. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought he was. I thought he just grad had one transfer. year left. So, yeah, okay. Averaged uh, about five and a half, uh, I think six and a half rebounds. Something like that. So, um, but we saw this. We've seen this now over the tenure of Coach Busselman. This might be the glue guy um, that he needs each and every year. Uh, who was it? Trey. I can't think of his last name now. But he 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 didn't play much in the preseason. But then once it once conference rolled around, when Coach Musselman shuffled the deck, so to speak, he ended up being a starter. And uh, then towards the very end, once NCAA tournament play started, he didn't play quite as much. But uh, nevertheless, this might be the the glue guy that he's looking for. Chuck, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy. How y'all doing? What's up, buddy? How are you? Well, the caller before me was talking about the snow melting off your driveway. I was sitting here a while ago. <laughs> And I saw a fire hydrant chasing a dog. <laughs> but I, I wanted to ask you, man, I moved to Arkansas in 69, and I'd grown up in California playing baseball year-round. And there wasn't any baseball in the Delta at the time when I moved here. But in 1971, we put together a team that went to Cummins Prison and played the inmates. And I know there had to be other people playing, playing the inmates. Do you know of anybody or did you ever experience going to Cummins and playing ball it was uh, something else they had a great ball field and a great team I did, never have you ever heard of that no I'm, I'm but I'm, I'm trying to think um, of any semi-pro teams I can think of that back in the day because at one time <clears throat> Bob, this was back in the late 60s, early 70s. There was a very strong presence all throughout central Arkansas of, of semi-pro baseball. Uh, Pine Bluff. Well, uh, 
Pine Bluff had one, and Helena had had one. And uh, the funny thing, the team from Helena beat the team from Pine Bluff one time. And one of somebody from Pine Bluff would always put in the Democrat the results of the, their game and write it all up, you know. And they had just how great Pine Bluff did and all that, but it didn't mention that Helena beat them. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but it uh, no the. The ball field at Cummins Prison, the inmates that were on the team they either worked on the field or they practiced. And there was never a pebble out of place or graded uh, blade of grass or anything. But I was just wondering if, if you'd heard about four or any of the listeners had ever played there. Because it was a great ball field to play at. No. Okay. I really don't, I really well, don't know. Okay. Well, this, this was 71 when I played there. In fact, I played my last baseball game ever there. I went in the Army right after that and played basketball softball. But uh, if, if any of your listeners played there, I would sure like to hear from them. Huh. And uh, I'm going to get off the phone and let somebody else call in. Y'all have a good weekend. Oh, Randy, Thank one you, other Jerry. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've called in to brag about my granddaughter plays softball. Yeah. Uh, I have a 12, 12 year old granddaughter who won her third national championship yesterday in dance. She won two last year and won one this year. Now, I know dancing you know, may not consider it a sport, but she is as athletic as anybody you ever saw. Uh, after watching, learning as much as I have recently about wrestling, uh, I put dancing as strenuous of an activity. Um, and you have to have talent. I have no talent when it comes to dancing, so anyone that can dance, I have a great amount of respect for. Um, yes, I have, I have no I'm dance floor. I made the mistake of marrying a disco queen. So you know, from <laughs> from early spring all the way through fall, you know, was softball. But in the winter, I got drugged to every disco in Central Arkansas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess but anyway, to... y'all have a good show today. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. I guess you learn to dance whether you want to or not. Mm. Uh, let's talk to Support Marcus. Support Marcus, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I would like to just uh, propose that we build the statue of Marcus, holding a little statue of LeBron, holding a little bobblehead of Rick, is what I would like. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh, also, I'd like to say, I do think adding depth is really good for the practice behind closed doors to the basketball team because, it, you know, it makes, the be- it makes you know, it's iron sharpens iron. And so, uh, you know, anybody, even if they don't make the top eight, if they're making our players better, I'm happy with that. Yeah, good point. And then, uh, Rick, the Giants are making that run, I'm just saying. Well, they're good. Hey, they are hot. The Giants and the Reds are the two hottest teams in baseball, and who would have guessed that? Before the year starts. And it's all because the uh, players are bumping up from the Meyer League. Yep, so. exactly right. But you exactly guys have a wonderful right. weekend, and I really want that statue. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, you, might have, you to, to, uh, might have to build that himself. Thank you to a deplorable guy. Uh, had the first name right, just couldn't remember the second name. Trey Wade. Trey Wade was the name I was trying to think of. From our Asher Records. Service Company live feed feedback. Snoring Bob checks in. Opening monologue. Jan Snore grumble. Mighty Mouse Musselman took a tumble. Guys, how unacceptable is it to only make the Sweet 16 with three NBA draft picks? Arkansas led the country, along with UCLA, uh, with three, peak, uh, three picks, but lost when it mattered the most. Also have no confidence in this football program. Sam Colbert Pittman's days are number four and eight is what he will be. Snore, bore, snore, snore, yawn. Grumble time for Pittman to get humble. Thanks for nothing, Jimmy Sexton. Boy, snore, well, Bob. Maybe are you Bob having needs, nightmares? Maybe Bob needs to snore for like 20 years. <laughs> like, boy, he is snoring out loud. Yeah, he is. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. 
Got a question for my weekend radio partner here at Saracen Casino, Carlton Saffa. Carlton, I had somebody here at the casino ask me, listen, tomorrow night if I win some of that free slot play that y'all give away starting at 7 o'clock, can I start using that right away? I'll make this real simple. Yes. <laughs> okay, there it is. Yeah, it takes us about maybe five, ten minutes to load it onto your card. Um, but that's it. You go to uh, back to your machine after you've won, and you can transfer those credits to the machine. All of them, some of them, whatever you want to do. But, yeah, the answer is yes. Beautiful. And free slot play is exactly what it sounds like. You're going to play with house money. We do it every Saturday night uh, at the end of the month. We give away a car every Saturday night at the end of the month. <laughs> but... That's kind of anticlimactic to just have this big buildup and give away one thing, right? So we give away tens of thousands of dollars and stuff, including free slot play. 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and 10 o'clock. And if we call your name, you're winning something at the Saracen. It might be the Mustang. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado and its Turbomax engine impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. The guys at a great Friday out at Summerwood Sports will be back on Monday, this time out of the Chennault Country Club for the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame Annual Golf Tournament. They'll recap the weekend that was in sports and more. It's coming up 6 to 10 a.m. on Monday morning on 103.7 The Buzz and on the app. The rest of my life gonna start today. Thanks for tuning in this afternoon, everybody. I know you're tuning in to find out what all the exciting things that are going on at Saracen Casino are lined up for. Uh, and tonight, it's a great Friday night. Tomorrow night, everything gets topped off at 10 p.m. when we give away. Are you ready? Sit back. Listen to this. A brand new Mustang convertible. Wow, this is a beautiful car. It is a beautiful car. And it's not just any Mustang, right? interesting thing about the Mustang is that there's really kind of basic models all the way up the line. This one's loaded. 5.0 with two-tone interior, convertible, is a real head-turner. I would say this and the Corvette we did a few months ago have gotten the most comments from our players on any car that we've ever given away. The bottom line is pretty simple. As you play with your Players Club card, you earn entries. And if you've been here at all this month, you're already entered. Stick that Players Club card in the machine and play, and you earn entries. So come back tomorrow night see if you can't win this convertible. Heck, come tonight and stack your entries. Come to the Saracen and win a Mustang. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater today from Saracens Casino in Pine Bluff. Uh, by the way, on my way to Pine Bluff, I had to pass by a couple of double B's. I needed gas. What did I do? Stopped and got gas. Took the time to go inside, pick up a few snacks and other drinks that I thought I might need today but the hospitality here at the Saracen has been outstanding so I'll just kind of keep those uh, on standby so to speak but uh, one thing I've not seen here at Saracen's is any of the uh, Lay's or Doritos that I can find uh, at Double B's particularly at this great price such as the Lay's potato chips, two for four dollars and twenty cents. Two bags for four dollars and twenty cents. And I'm sure they've got it somewhere. But um, if I need a little pick me up, how about Red Bull, sixteen ounce, two for seven fifty. Uh, that's just some of the specials you're going to find at your local Double B's. By the way, thirty-two locations across our great state, and. Um, a lot of great food options. Uh, most uh, have delis that they have inside the store. So check it out for yourself. It's Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. 
Okay. Um, let's see from our Azure Record Service Company live in feedback. Smiling Donkey says. <laughs> Smiling Donkey. Hey, Rick. Yeah. The question was, who will score the most points in the NBA yeah. out of those four players? And Rick's answer was, well, I don't know if any of them will. Well, I did One of them that. will have the most points of the four, LOL. Yeah. Okay, so one of them will score the most points. I don't know who will score the most points, but I'm not sure any of them are going to be big scorers in the NBA. We don't know if Ricky Council will even play much in the NBA. I don't quite understand the two-way contract. The way I read it was, it means you can play as many as 50 games with your NBA team. What does that mean? Does that mean if you are so good in the preseason that you're the best, you're one of the 12 best players, you still can't play more than 50 games with your team? I, I don't know. I don't understand that. But you know, he he may never play in the NBA. We don't know. Walsh is not a big time scorer. Uh, I don't know that he's going to set any scoring records in the NBA. Nick Smith Jr. obviously, as he when he came to Arkansas, was the most uh, celebrated prolific scorer uh, coming in on campus, but had like three or four really big games, and other than that, didn't. So will he score a lot in the NBA? I don't know. He's also playing with a bad team, the Charlotte Hornets, so maybe he'll get a better chance because he's playing with Charlotte. Uh, and then um, Anthony Black is play, you know, is not a prolific scorer either, so... I don't know that any of those guys are going to be guys you'd look at and say, well, you know they're going to score 15 points a game in the NBA. I, I don't know that. Whereas, a, you know, whereas a Moody, when he got drafted, and I don't know if he'll eventually get there, but he he's played some uh, a significant role in some of the Warriors' wins. Um, and you can look at other players in the past coming out of Arkansas and thought, well, they would score some points. But, Randy, do you think any of those four, and I hope I'm wrong, but do you think any of those four are going to be 15-point-a-game scorers in the NBA? I think Nick's got an excellent chance. I really do. Um, his will, his leg has got to—it's got to get right. That's just as simple as I can say it. Because I think that. In fact, let's talk with Bart. Uh, I asked Bart, Bart Reed, pure sweat basketball skills, uh, to check with uh, with Nick, and uh, if you can, Bart, share as much of the uh, conversation or or. Or of the multiple conversations, please share as much as, as you can. Yeah, so, well, it was a big night, and obviously I think there's some expectations that, you know, Nick, we, we saw him anywhere from in the last year and a half, guys, from second to third to coming into this to 12, 14, and then, you know, I think Charlotte got this feel, or one, certainly one of the fields of the draft at 27, uh, because there's no doubt Nick Smith Jr. is a lottery pick, so... It's all about happiness being drafted. It's just all about getting there. It's a huge accomplishment for a young man that in seventh grade was coming off the bench for his AAU summer team. So nothing but smiles and happiness, certainly to be drafted. The whole goal, Randy, is to get to the NBA. I think once you get there in a spot like Charlotte, and and Rick, I think Nick could push that 12 to 15 points in his first year because they're going to ask him, to play on the ball and off the ball. And I think he's a natural scorer, so I think he's going to have the opportunity to get keep his hands on the ball a lot more than he did at Arkansas. So he's tickled to death. He flew into Charlotte this morning and fulfilled some of his media obligations. He is currently at the airport coming back to Arkansas for a much-anticipated long little break here because uh, it's an exhausting process and they're tired but happy. And I'd say, yeah, if you're drafted in the first round, that's a big deal no matter where. It's just that the expectations were so much lower than that, and I'm glad to hear he's excited about it. I know it's a major difference in finances, but it's still going to be well over a million dollars a year, and that's more than most people make coming out of college. That's exactly right. And I think what the 27th pick last year, guys, was right at $1.9 million per year on the first two years, and they signed a three-year contract and got about 2.7. So... I think Charlotte will pay him commensurate to what I think his they feel his value is. So he'll be around $2 million, I would think, a year for the first two years and probably a little bit more in the second. But certainly it's a little bit less than what a lottery would be. But 
still, you're right. It's a lot of money. And the difference between a two-way and a one-way, Rick, if you're on a – the NBA only gets so many two-way contracts. It's a very limited number. If you're on a one-way contract, if you get called up from the G League, you get paid G League salary. It doesn't matter where you're playing. If you're on a two-way contract, you get called up from the G League to the NBA, you get the NBA-based rate, which is the league minimum. So it's a lot more money, I would say. Well, then, Bart, let me ask you, because this is what I didn't understand. When I read that you could you could play as, it said, as many as 50 games with your NBA team, what if Ricky Council goes to preseason camp and just knocks them out? And they say, you're on the team. Can he not play yeah. more than 50 games? He can. If he's on the official roster, he can't. But he has to make the roster. So he has okay. to make that spot. If he does not make that spot, he's limited to that number, that 50 games. Okay, I see. Okay, so if he goes down to the G League and the first week averages 50 points a game, they can call him up at some point, but he still can't play more than 50 games. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. And if he's on a two-way contract, he would get paid the NBA league minimum for those 50 games, not his G League salary, which is a big jump. Oh, yeah. yeah the minimum's about, uh, about 800000 isn't it? Something like yeah, that. I think it's closer yeah. to 900 plus. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. I can't remember the exact number. Uh, Bart, this seems to be the, I don't know what dollar you want to call it, $64,000 question. What was Nick able to provide to the NBA that says that knee is right? That knee is 100%. That seems to me to be the issue as much as what might be considered the erratic play that he had uh, at Arkansas when he came back uh, the final time. Do you know... What is the situation with his knee? He still seems bad well, about it. Yep. So, God, what I can tell you is it was a it was a meniscus tear that he suffered. Now we we can talk a little bit about it. So he had a meniscus tear that happened very early um, when he got up to Fayetteville, and was it a meniscus. Uh, well, no, this is at practice when he was. Okay. Uh, the original injury happened. At the at, on campus practicing okay. when they first gotcha. reported, and with the meniscus guys, so not to be overly scientific, it's a spot that would heal on the knee, but there's not a lot of blood flow there, so it's kind of a 50 50 shot whether it fixes and repairs on itself or it needs to be gone in and surgically repaired. So, you want me to hold Randy? I've got uh, Trey coming up next. If you, if, I mean, I, I'd like you to finish on oh, Nick if need be. Okay, hang on. That is Bart Reed, pure sweat basketball skills. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Who is Robert Irwin Jewelers? Well, the short story is my uncle Robert and my dad Irwin. They founded the company in 1977. So what's made Robert Irwin Jewelers so successful? We just do things differently. Like what? Well, for one thing, we give you peace of mind because we've got the meant-to-be guarantee. When you buy your loose diamond and your custom-made engagement ring, you've got one full year to return it. If it's meant to be, it's from Robert.